I am going to present this message with a heavy heart. It's sad. I feel sadness in my heart. This is simply because our Lord Jesus Christ says something, that you are the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its taste, it's good for nothing than to be thrown down, to be trodden under the foot of men. And he's also said, you are the light of the world. The salt in us, the light in us, he was referring to his spirit. That God intends to dwell in everyone who believes and drives our behavior as well as the spirit of his word or doctrine that drives us to behave and conduct ourselves in a godly manner and in pursuance of the will of God in every facet of our life or in every aspect of our life and be an example unto those who don't believe. Be as some sort of advert to them to also to be converted and to come and believe. But many of the things that we are seeing today, especially from the clergy, is not achieving this or and does not intend to achieve this purpose in doing church. You alert them on this and they are, they are entrenched in their evil pursuance of what they want as against what God wants and God wants to see. This calendar year, I'm not a prophet, but we shall all see as things unfold, especially church leadership and church. Those who claim we are in church, read. Matthew, Unless we repent. <laughs> Matthew 5, 13 down. Ye are the salt of the earth. We are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing. You see, when Jesus Christ is talking, he's explicit, plain, straightforward. He's talking about salt and taste. Nobody should bring in preservation and all that thing. You think Jesus didn't know? All he's talking about is what? Salt and what? Taste. We are supposed to play a functional role if we believe in deed. To bring about taste in society, to make life better in society, to make life better for individuals, for life, to make life better in institutions, to make life better for families, and for to make life better for the world community.
I keep saying most of our clergy in the 21st century don't know and don't understand the gospel. They don't know why Christ died for our sins. He did the sacrifice with the intention to purge those who want to believe or those who would believe. Is it not Hebrews 9, 14? So that purge and purge our conscience so that the Holy Spirit of God can also dwell in us who get the right spirit that David prayed about in Psalm 51. So that we will get the right spirit to serve God. And serving God makes us salt of the earth. If we are true believers, it makes us light of the world. We make life better for humanity. We make life better for individuals. We make life better for societies. We make life better for institutions. Yesterday I was somewhere doing training for teachers. And I told them, your clergy did not tell you in church. When you go to your workplace, you've gone to church. It's a play, another place of worship. Luke 3, 10 to 14. They never told us. John the Baptist had gone to preach. I asked you to look for those verses for me yesterday. All the region of what? Yes. Judea. A whole area. Matthew 35. Wait. They were coming to be baptized. If it were to be today, the clergy will be happy. He has a successful ministry. And he will start preaching sugar-coated sermons to maintain the population, to meet his own appetite. He saw the crowd and he saw a group of people, the Pharisees and then the world. The, he saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And their presence among the crowd was enough to activate a high sermon. Because they were polluting the religious atmosphere, like today. It's clergy. They are polluting the religious atmosphere we call Christianity, pushing up their doctrines, trying to inhibit the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And all you hear is human doctrines, human doctrines, and come to church, and come to church. So he saw them. It was a right opportunity to give them the, that harsh sermon and point to them the errors that they were making in boasting in vain religious identity, Abraham is my father, and all those kind of things. To my surprise, they were not annoyed. They went to him and they said, what should we do? Where did we see, what verse do we see the crowd? Um, Coming to John. 
Luke 3, verse, verse 7, and then Matthew 3, verse 5. Mention the read. Matthew 3, 5. Then went out to him Jerusalem. Jerusalem, a whole city. And all Judea. And all Judea. And all the region round about Jordan. And all the region around about what? Jordan. What a crowd. So they've got a crowd. They want to maintain them. So don't preach them on that to make them desert. Leave the church. This is the kind of clergy we have. They are interested in what they want to see and what they want to have to their glory and comfort than what God wants to see. John the Baptist is not like that. That's why Jesus commended him very well in Matthew 11, reading from 6 down. That he was not in nice clothing, but he was more than a prophet. Many of our leadership don't have the spirit of clergy. They don't have the pastoral spirit. If God wants you to do something for you, he gives you his spirit to do that. They don't have it. They have the theology. The theology does not complete the work of God. It builds human religious institution, well organized, to satisfy the appetite and the interest of somebody, a human being, and not God. What did Jesus say? The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. John the Baptist said, I'm a voice spoken of by Isaiah. Many of them are not sent, but that should inform our prayer. And then they went to John the Baptist. See, you brood of vipers, who has warned you from the damnation to come? And they were not offended, and they went to him and said, what do we do, sir? And if you are talking about the fruit of repentance, go to Luke 3. In other words, look, fruit of, what has the fruit of repentance to do with my job as a soldier and as a task collector? That is where we see worship. Where was it? Read. Luke 3, 10 to 14. And the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said unto them, He that had two coats, let him impart to him that had none. And he that had meat, let him do likewise. That means when you have and you see your brother has not got, share with your brother. So if this is the fruit of repentance, why should I go to my workplace and take bribe? Why should I employ somebody and cheat the person instead of paying the person what is due the person? Why should I go to my workplace and work lazily and then collect money at the end of the month. This is what we are talking about. Our moral nature, that governor interaction with our fellow man, if the spirit of Christ, the salt, we are salt indeed, and if the light is there, we are supposed to make life better for humanity. That is the part one. You don't create difficulty for people. The next verse, 
What verse is that? Verse 12. 10-12. Chapter 10, verse 12. Uh-huh. 3, verse 12. Chapter 3, verse 12. Mm-hmm. Then came also publicans to be baptized and said unto him, Master, what shall we do? 13. And he said unto them, Is that no more than that which is appointed you? All that John the Baptist is preaching has nothing to do with what? The temple. And attendance to church what? Services. He's talking about if Christ's spirit is in you, if you think you worship God, it must show outside. And Jesus simply put it, you are the salt of the world and not the salt of the temple. You are the light of the world. When you come out from church and you believe, I believe, we worship God. And we cannot make life better for humanity, individuals, societies, and families. Then what do we think? The other time I mentioned something, let him say it here. People can misconduct themselves in marriage and partners want to commit suicide. Christians. You go on. Verse 14. And the soldiers likewise... So where lies the salt of Christ? So I'm carrying the same message of John the Baptist. Repent. If we repent, it's good for us. If you want to stay in sin, it's bad for us. Go ahead. 14. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him. Soldiers. And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man. That is the soldiers that believe. Neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. Be content with your wages. People who claim are Christians, even in church, Go to, can go to clergy and tell lies about their fellow officers. I have seen this before. When even COVID came, I remember Pastor Chris, Nigeria, gave some teaching. His own clergy in the fraternity twisted his teachings I had many of them to make him bad among the whole Lord, making themselves righteous. All that Pastor Chris did not see, people in color, some claim they are also engineers and whatever, whatever, they understood. He never said, the man never said, you can go for the tapes. That G5 is what breeds COVID. But his own fellow clergy vilified him, told lies about him. He's still there going strong. They have a question to answer before God. Tell lies. We call it perjury in the law court. It's in the Ten Commandments. You say something about somebody, it's not true. And you say it. Light of the world. What life? The salt has lost its taste. It does happen among Christian community. There is an issue we are discussing between two people. Even married couples, people are telling lies 
before church offices, they don't fear God. Where is the salt? Where is the light? So they look justified before me. Forgetting God knows the content in everybody. That is Luke 15, 16. Luke 16, 15 rather. Thank you. Where is the light? Where is the salt? And when Jesus tells you it will, if the taste is lost, we throw it down and trample upon it. That means if we fail to glorify Christ, it has an undesirable consequences. You and I, we will not escape. If we fail, knowing God, they fail to glorify God. We think we'll get away with it. Then it would have even been better if we did not come to God. There is still chance for repentance. Go ahead. You'll finish reading. So, a salt of the world we should work at our workplace to make life better in whatever field of discipline or profession we find ourselves in. That is the point I'm making here. It has come to a point the Christian community is becoming very noisy. But people don't see the light. They don't see the Christ we talk about. Some songs they taught us also didn't help us. Some folks may ask me, some folks may say, Who is that Jesus that you talk about every day? When some folks are asking, Who is that Jesus you talk about the day every day? Then it means the salt has lost its word. Then he said, He is my word. He is my savior. That's the very religion we are doing. He set me free. How do you know the Lord has set you free? But when Potiphar's wife tempted Joseph, and he said, I cannot do evil against God. Uh-huh. If we can behave like that, they will see the light and then the salt. Nobody will ask us who is that Jesus you talk about every day. They will be converted. Christians have caused people rather to disbelieve Jesus Christ because the salt has lost its word. If you are a Christian girl and somebody unbeliever sleeps with you, how is he going to believe the gospel? That means we are all Dukadaya. If we are all stealing money from the workplace as Christians, we are all taking bribe. Look at that. If we are all working horribly at our workplaces, we are not making life better for others. Where is the Christ? If he is a clergy and he lacks even the ability to teach godliness, you can't see the spirit of God in him. Go to Malachi 2. 
he's rather driving people away from the church, causing people to stumble, teaching false doctrines, bringing false prophets into the pulpit to sell pure water and other things and do merchandisation in the church. Orthodox clergy. Then where is the light and where is the salt? <laughs> and he's making sure he knows he's doing the wrong and he's making sure nobody records him <laughs> and show to church authority evil clergy all over the place they have become tyrants in the church from Jesus day I listened to one canal clergy preaching in the canal spread nobody can drive anybody in the church you should go and read his own bible the time of Jesus Christ the blind man was healed in John 9 they were, the parents were afraid if they said Jesus commented good about Jesus Christ they will be driven thrown out of the synagogue when you are canal you are canal they are more concerned about their interest and they are using carnality in doing pastoral work Many of them, they don't know how to fast, wait on from God, get inspiration, and stand before God's congregation and teach. What did God say in Malachi 2? It's true about them. Malachi 2, 7 down. When you say it also, they become annoying. They and their wives. Some of them. For the also priest, they should keep knowledge, and they should seek the Lord at his mouth. Good. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. They lack the divine ability to teach, because they are, they lack the Holy Spirit, and they don't know how to. They, it doesn't even appeal to them to wait on God to seek for the Holy Spirit. The whole night, I spent some period in prayer. Oh, I was asking God for us to fill me with His Spirit to be functional according to His will. And the measure I had is what I'm using now. Go ahead. Verse 8. But ye are departed out of the way. Ye have, have moved out of their functional role as clergy as God requires of them. Paul said the one who wants to be a clergy must have the ability to. He was talking about divine ability, not having the ecclesiastical, intellectual capacity and ability. I, Zachariah said it's not by might, ecclesiastical might intellectual mind not by power any other power but the one that emanates from the possession of the spirit and of god and for that matter the anointing of christ upon the individual and then the calling of god that does the work of god not the man-made staff religious staff mm-hmm. but ye are departed out of the way you have departed out of the way what verse is that malachi but, toward eight uh-huh. They love Malachi 310 because of their evil appetite. They want to make merchandisation of the church. So they left the blessing in Acts 326. God left raising Christ to turn us away from evil. And they left the blessing in Ephesians 1 3. God having blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Their evil appetite sent them to Malachi 310. When knowing very well we are not Israelite, when you talk, they say we are spiritual Israelite, then they should take spiritual tithes. And when God shared the land, we 
let me speak for a nation in Ghana here, nobody receives a portion of the land. And they do not also belong to the family of the Levite. Go ahead. Ye have caused many to stumble at the law. Ye have corrupted the yes, covenant yes. of living. It's okay. That's the thing. You listen to their teaching, they cause us. As a matter of fact, many of them have transformed themselves to become another God beside God to be worshipped. It's one way they have. So in our churches, they respect the clergy and church officers, some of them, more than God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So we they hardly refer to God in the church where the, the Papa also said, the clergy said, and this one said, and the founder said, and general overseer said, may the Lord frustrate the expectation for all those who are using the church to seek for their will. Amen. Shall we pray?